How do you find and create a support network that helps you find healing? Today, Jeff and I are going to talk about how to connect with others and create a network of support that can help you find hope and healing after the loss of your baby. Hello, we are Jeff and Tony Brabeck, the founders of Our Little Sparrows Pregnancy and Infant Loss Support. If this is the first time you're listening to us in our podcast, you can check us out at ourlittlesparrows.org. All right. Well, Tony, I am looking forward to uh, today's discussion about support and support groups, networks. Uh, looking forward to hearing about what you have, what your thoughts are on that. So mm -hmm. let's start. What is the purpose of finding and creating your support network? Mm -hmm. Well, um, I think as humans, we were not meant to bear burdens and grieve alone. So we need the support of others around us. We need community. And um, it's helpful in our healing process to have the support of our family, our friends, and those around us. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I think what's tough, um, I know both of us do um, grief support, monthly grief support with Sharing Parents of Sacramento where we volunteer mm -hmm. uh, with, um, and we have volunteered since we lost Olivia in 2013. Um, I think what's hard is when families come in and they say they don't have support from their family, mm -hmm. their direct family. Right. Um, so obviously, what's the next best thing? It's it's finding support mm -hmm. with you know friends mm -hmm. um, or even through a support group like Sharing Parents of Sacramento or mm -hmm. through Our Little Sparrows. Yeah. <laughs> and um, going from there. Mm -hmm. Yeah, it's definitely important to find the right support. Um, and unfortunately, many people have shared that experience that their family or their close friends are not as supportive right. um, or in for whatever reason. Um, so how do you find the right support? Um, it's We don't want you to have to do this alone. And like we said, um, you're not meant to. Um, so to how to look for the, uh, the right people, um, mm -hmm. well, look around your circle. Um, there could be someone that may surprise you um, that you may not have considered to be a safe person before. Um, look for people who display a genuine concern for others. Um, people who display um, good listening and compassion and empathy mm -hmm. um, that don't seem, that don't respond in any kind of critical or judgmental manner. Um, someone that just is genuinely caring and holds space that allows a person to to be um, without any expectations or an agenda right. um, and just kind of respects the grieving space and the process. Yeah, I um, mean, definitely it takes a good listener. Yeah, and it could be most likely is someone that has already experienced grief in their life. Um, usually that is you know has is a good indication or sometimes not um but if you sense right. that they have that those qualities and and you know that they have had a loss in their life um that is maybe some someone that you could approach or maybe just you know start building a a, a rapport with and a bond and and then that might lead to more support for you yeah i definitely think there's a difference between people that are comfortable in their grief Mm -hmm. uh, that means talking about it, sharing about it, mm -hmm. the good, the bad, and the ugly, right. versus people that are uncomfortable right. in their grief. I mean, that's not probably, mm -hmm. it's probably not a safe person. Right. Yeah. Um, so there's definitely qualities there that you want to look for. 
Um, you, and you want to have a support person, you know, try to have a support person in the different areas of life that you have, you know, um, someone in the workplace um, that you can mm. know that you can trust. Um, That's a good point. And, and not necessarily someone that, you know, you have to be really close with and you have to divulge all of your, you know, inner, you know, yeah, I mean, hard parts. Sometimes there's that you need that separation that just, between it, work. Yeah, and, and so that just depends on your level of comfortability and the type of work that you do with this person. Um, but it is nice to have someone there that understands that maybe you might have some needs to, like a need to take a break a little more frequently from mm-hmm. from your you know whatever work that you do. Um, it just is depending on what you do and what your work environment is, if it allows for that. Um, it's just nice to have someone that is in your workplace that kind of has that understanding of what you're going through and um, can just, I don't know, just be someone just kind of be like, uh, um, just to give you that kind of like that support. Right. Um, you know, if you need to go cry, um, you know, right. that person understands why and you don't feel like you need to explain yourself to that person. It's just nice and refreshing to have someone, at least one person there that would have that Mm -hmm. kind of understanding um you know someone in your um hopefully your inner circle of family and friends that's someone you can talk to if you go to a church maybe someone there from like a leadership or someone that um um you know you see as maybe kind of like a mentor um that you could talk to you want to try and look for people in different areas of life that you are involved with um, because you're going to need support in those areas and, and they look different, you know, for everyone. Um, and you obviously want to make sure that you feel safe with that person. Oh, yeah. And so those are definitely things, you know, you want to look for. And it can be individuals. It can also be support group. Um, you know, if your church has one or if your local hospital offers um, a support group for pregnancy and infant loss, that's mm-hmm. awesome. It's not always there. Um, so you might actually kind of have to advocate for your own support network. Um, mm-hmm. you, you really have to put that in place if that's what you really want. Um, so these are good steps to start looking for yeah. that. Um, there are a lot of support groups online, which are helpful. Um, yeah, I'd say Instagram is probably a really good resource. Mm-hmm. Um, just searching Searching, on Instagram, you find miscarriage or pregnancy loss, those kinds of things, you get connected to a lot of different resources and there most likely will be one to where you feel like you can identify with and relate with fairly well. Um, So it's just depending on what you are wanting and what you prefer and you will have different needs for different times of your life. So Maybe the online support is really good for you right now, but you know maybe later on you might want more in-person yeah. support. So things like that, um, yeah. and also the support of like a counselor um, or pastoral care um, is something to look at as well. Well, I'm sure you know when connecting with people and, and putting trust and faith in another person with your emotions and your and your you know your pain, mm-hmm. there there can be some drawbacks mm-hmm. um, per se. Um, to connecting with other people on that level. Yeah. Um, what do you perceive as some of the drawbacks um, in doing such a deep, intimate thing with someone else and right. trusting them with your thoughts and your feelings? Yeah. 
Well, you know, to keep in mind, no one is perfect and not everyone understands and has a grief experience that they can easily relate to you on. And everyone's way of grieving and dealing with grief is different. different. So if you you put yourself out there more and you're going to meet, you know, interact with different people and you're trying to gauge, is this person someone that I can trust or just is this person just going to be an acquaintance or or can this be, um, you know, nurtured into a deeper friendship? Um, You're going to be, you're going to, you know, interact with people that say the wrong thing. Right. Um, Even though they may be trying to be helpful and try to comfort you, it comes across as more hurtful than it is helpful. Mm -hmm. And so that is a drawback that you might probably will experience. Well, there's Um, a certain amount of risk, right? Yeah. And we have to take, to some degree, we have to take a leap of faith. Mm -hmm. But you should know something about that person Mm -hmm. before being, you know, vulnerable with them. I wouldn't just find a stranger per se. Yeah. I mean, you definitely need to kind of have feelers out for the kind of, you know, is this person going to be safe? Um, Is this person going to be understanding of what I'm going through? And, and so, you know, you can, you only know so much as you, as much as you can, and you just make the best decision that you can with this person. But if you feel that this person isn't safe, or, you know, even just kind of that first interactions, they are, um, they see something that, you know, tells you that this may not be the best fit, then be okay with that, acknowledge that, and then, you know, keep looking, move on. Right. Um, not saying that, you know, write them off, no. but it's just, they're not going to be it's that just, support right. for you. For and your that's situation okay. in the yeah. moment, yeah. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, mm-hmm. there's drawbacks, but there's obviously a lot of benefits mm-hmm. um, to being that vulnerable with a, with a person that you're looking for, you know, support. Yeah. What are some of the top per se benefits that you perceive um, in taking that risk, taking mm-hmm. that leap of faith, right? Yeah, definitely. Well, you definitely will feel less alone. You will have that sense of community, that sense of um, support and that understanding of just, you know, we can just come and talk freely about our babies and about our experiences. Yeah. And, um, you know, and everyone is okay. They have a, a, a want, a desire to listen and, and to share. So it goes back and forth. You know, you're supporting each other. You're giving and receiving support. Um, you know, so for every, like, 10 people you meet, there might be just that only one, that one person you feel connected to. And right. so is it worth it to meet the other nine to get to that one Probably. Probably, yeah. Yeah, and so there is that level of, like, you're putting yourself out there. You're, you're being vulnerable to a point. Um, and, um, you know, but it is, it is so rewarding to be able to find that connection and to be able to have that trusted, safe space and knowing that someone has an understanding um, of what mm-hmm. you're going through and then, therefore, you're a- able to help each other and, and more people because, because of that. Um, um, yeah, I mean, uh, like you, like I said, you can give support and you can also receive support. Um, and mm-hmm. you get to talk freely about your baby, your baby matters, your experience matters. And so to talk about that with someone who values it just the same as you is definitely a benefit. 
and um, that will help you in your healing. Yeah, I think if you're going to surround yourself around a group of people, ideally it's a group of pregnancy and infant loss. Mm -hmm. I mean, that's where your your arrow, so to speak, mm -hmm. <laughs> to use an image, is more likely to hit a bullseye than not. Yeah. Uh, church groups are good, too, because they're like-minded mm -hmm. uh, if you're all in the same faith-based group. Right. So, you know, clubs, associations, mm -hmm. uh, churches, obviously, because that... You know, your faith is very, yeah. very personal and very deep, right? right? And so you're already kind of on that level. Mm -hmm. um, and then pregnancy and infant loss groups. I, I, think, yeah. I think those those two right there, like if you're, if you're, if you come from a faith-based background and you go to church and you go to small group, even, even better, mm -hmm. um, those are probably, I think, the best two types of groups um, to find that support person in. Yeah. And I think it's just a matter of time, taking, putting in the effort, looking for those types of qualities. And, and essentially it is um, just ha finding the people that um, have that language of grief. Um, mm -hmm. And so it doesn't necessarily have to be the same experience of baby loss, although that is very helpful. Right. But we've gained support from people that have not had pregnancy loss, but they right. have experienced grief. And so they have also helped us um, right. as well. So um, you can get it from a, a variety of different people. Certainly. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Um, in our next podcast, we're going to be discussing the benefits of sharing your baby. Yeah. The, your story. Looking forward to it. And how it can help you heal. So. Awesome. We talked about it a little bit, but we're going to go more in depth in the next one. Sounds great. Mm -hmm. Well, we appreciate you listening to the podcast today. Please give this podcast episode a thumbs up. Uh, feel free to leave a comment. Um, specifically, if you would like to encourage us to talk about certain subjects, about pregnancy and infant loss, uh, certain topics uh, per se, actually, we would love to, to get some suggestions for future episodes. Um, we definitely want to talk about what our listeners are looking for. Mm -hmm. um, we just want everyone to know that you're loved. Mm -hmm. Thanks for listening.